Ladies, Alice and Kaskowski, thank you so much for tuning into this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. We are wrapping up January of 2021. And so I hope that wherever you are on this Tuesday morning, that you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. And so today, being that we are wrapping up January, I sort of want to come at this whole idea of setting goals for the new year, particularly when it comes to your fitness and self-care in a little different way. You know, it used to be years and years ago that, you know, when January rolled around, it was, you know, all about how fast could you get into the gym? Can, you know, can you get started with those New Year's resolutions? Um, You know, years and years ago, when I first started in this industry, we used to always say amongst ourselves how January was really the Christmas season in the fitness business. Because in December, if you went to a shopping mall or a shopping area, you know, it was packed, you know, crazy crowded, all of that. And then in, but in December, the gyms were dead. And then when January rolls around, it's, it used to be that things were flipped. You know, the gyms were busy Monday or Tuesday night in particular. If you ride around to a gym or a studio or wherever, there's like nowhere to park. And the malls on the other hand are dead because people are really focused on getting back into their routine. And so I think this past year, especially with the COVID pandemic and everything, it's, you know, more and more people are at home. There's still a lot of people out there and you might be one of them who's really not comfortable going out and doing a lot of things just yet. And so maybe your normal has been somewhat different. I mean, honestly, I think if we're all being honest, a lot of our normal is different. I mean, how could it not be? And so for those of us that maybe weren't used to thinking about doing a fitness program at home or making changes up until now, maybe we've already been actively working on that. Or maybe you've sort of been going on and off, you know, for a couple of weeks, you've been good. And for a couple, you know, you've been fairly focused and consistent. And then for a couple of weeks, maybe you haven't been. And so, you know, I say that not to be overly critical. um, And I say that also not to be pointing fingers, because honestly, we've all been there. We've all had our moments this past year. And maybe for you, it would, the struggle was already real. And then this, with the way this past year has gone, it's just, it's been all over the place, up and down. And, and all you want to do is think about what could possibly come that's new and different around the corner. I think that's really why so many of us were, myself included, who were just ready to say goodbye to 2020. You know, it's like that magic wand waved and now it's a new year. And I think when we're looking at the calendar, January just gives us that new attitude, that new thought that yes, things can be different, that there are going to be different things this year and that we have a a clean slate and a fresh start. And I think that's really important for our mindset, if anything else. So what I want to get into today is really one of the things that we really make the one of the foundations in our programs. I mean, honestly, there are a lot of things that we make the foundation of our programs about. I mean, I mean, We do a lot of things in the fitness space. We help you with your self-care. We help you customize a program. We're really one of the only people in the fitness space that focus on the customization aspect rather than having you adapt to a mold or a template or whatever and have everybody following the same thing. I mean, everybody's a little bit different. And so therefore, the way you practice your fitness and your self-care in any way that you do you and take care of you should be as individual as you are. And so... What I want to get into today, though, is the flip side of that and what I like to call the intangibles of a fit life. And I've done a previous episode about the intangibles before, but being that it's the new year and, you know, I'm getting a lot of, and really 
what I'm hearing from so many people as to what they really desire for themselves in terms of goals are really new ways to do things as much as it is new actual fitness goals like weight loss and fat loss and building muscle and building strength and building energy. All of that's all well and good, but let's talk about the intangibles that you get with the fit life. Um, And I've sort of taken it upon myself to divide those into three unique categories. And that's what I really want to talk to you about today. And hopefully some of this will be of service to you that you can walk away with at least a couple of these that you can earmark and claim as yours um, for whatever it is that you're doing to take care of you, that you can dial into these aspects as well. Because I really do think this is something that, you know, a lot of us really need reminders around. You know, we we know that these things are available to us, but for whatever reason along the way, we've convinced ourselves that it's not possible for us. And an example might be if you catch yourself saying, well, I know myself, I know I won't do that. Well, I know me, my attention span won't let me do that. Well, I've tried this in the past and it really hasn't worked. And my personality is this, or, you know, I know that I'm not very patient and I'll just know when I know, and I know me and I know when something comes up and I don't like it, there's just no, no point in me trying to think about something else. So what I want to ask you to do today is listen with an open mind and maybe something here will strike a chord with you in that you know, we can take at least one thing and maybe just shift your perspective a little bit on it. Because that's really what mindset is, is it's just looking, learning to look at something in a different way. And the reason for this is, is that we get so dialed into the way we do things. You know, you've heard me say in this space before, you know, we get really good at what we do often. And that's really the truth. But, and really what, 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 what and how we believe things, I mean, literally the things that we really believe to our core are true, are simply just things that we've thought over and over again. So they seem like gospel. They really seem like the truth. Like if somebody says something that isn't in alignment with that, our first instinct is, well, that's just wrong. Instead of, gee, why is it that that's the case for you? Um, I really think we're missing out on an opportunity when we don't at least try to ask questions and be somewhat curious because a lot of the blocks that we present ourselves with are simply the way we choose to look at things and our inflexibility, if you will, to consider that there could be another viewpoint. And, you know, whatever it is that you believe, especially in the health space, Um, You know, a lot of those beliefs have really been ingrained in us from a very early age. And, you know, since we're creatures of habit, it's really difficult to change our habits. It's not impossible. It can be done, but it needs a strategy and a well thought out plan behind it. Or we fall into that category that nearly 80% of people do this time of year. They start out with all good intentions and then they can't follow through because there's no real strategy. It's real easy to go with all the action steps you know, the the laundry list of things to do every day. But after a while, even that doesn't work because life happens. Things come up, things change, we change. um, Things come up that we're not planning on. That's just life. And so this is why it's so important. And one of the things that frustrates me as a fitness professional that I see so much is so many people trying to fit themselves into a certain mold or a certain plan that maybe isn't necessarily the best one for them. And a lot of times it's really difficult to know what that is at the beginning. If you don't really have a well thought out strategy, 
Um, and there are so many ways that we can go about this. And there's so many people out there that just think that this is not an option for them, that there's really no way for them to have the things that, that they really desire for themselves and for their life. And it's really sad because we're on this planet for a very short period of time. And none of us really know when our last time around the sun is going to be. And when it comes to how you do you, to how you take care of your body and your mind and how you live and how you do all the things that coincide with those things, this is what I call the fit life. And it's not simply just following a template of you must do this and this and this and this and this, and then everything will line up for you. That's not really the way that it works. It's easy to buy into that. The problem with that is, is that when certain things don't really fall into line the way we think they should, it's really easy for us to get frustrated and quit. And this is why so many New Year's resolutions don't really work for people. And so what I want to do today is to go into these three categories and just give you kind of a taste of what these are really like, because this is really, to me, what I think is the real magic of what living a fit life does for you. And yes, don't get me wrong, the physical aspect is important. Being able to challenge your body and work your body and get your body strong and enjoy those high energy levels and be able to sleep well and all the things that we read about in a book as to why we know we need to be active. These are all things I don't need to tell you. These are things that we all know on a logical level, even if we don't always put them into practice. We still know that they're true. Um, You know, the old saying goes, you know, knowledge alone is not enough to change behavior. Now, think about that statement for a minute. Think about all the things that we know are true, but we don't necessarily always follow through. I mean, one example that comes to mind is I know several people who smoke. They know it's not good for them. They know it's a bad habit. You know, they know all the health risks that come with it, but they, they elect to continue to smoke. So you know, they know that it's not a good habit. They know that it's not good for them. They know that the health, the health evidence is out there. They know the benefits of, you know, what not smoking actually does, but it's not enough to move the needle for them. You know, another example is people who, who maybe don't necessarily watch all the things that they eat, or maybe they choose to have a couple of drinks every night, or maybe they eat too much sugar or, or too much red meat, or not enough vegetables in their diet. These are all just, you know, simple examples. We know all the reasons why what we do isn't necessarily good for us. It doesn't always mean that we're going to stop doing it. And this is where really dialing into what I like to call the intangibles of a fit life really can, in fact, help move the needle for you more than the actual facts than the actual evidence, than the actual statistics, if you will, and the health evidence and all the things that we read in black and white in a research study or in a fitness magazine or, you know, listening to somebody talk about on a YouTube video or in a commercial. You know, we all know what causes diabetes. We know that being overweight puts you at risk for a lot of different health issues. We know that not moving your body intentionally every day puts you at risk for getting sick later. We all know that, but that doesn't always mean that you're going to necessarily do something to change it. So that's where I would like for you to come at when I share with you what I'm going to share with you today. And I hope that you can hopefully see yourself in at least one of these situations and identify at least one intangible 
that you're making your, what I like to call your non-negotiable for this year. Um, so category number one is what do you believe? So this can mean any number of things. And I don't mean what do you believe about fitness and activity? What I mean is what do you believe about what a fit life means? Let me give you some examples of, to me, what a fit life, what I believe to be true about a fit life. I believe a fit life gives you freedom. It gives you freedom because you are not necessarily worried about hurting yourself by doing a simple task. You're not necessarily worried about, worried as much that you're going to be a setup to have a health problem later. Now, there are no guarantees in life. I mean, there are no guarantees at all with anything. But by and large, when you do, when you follow the basics of our six-step fit life system, not only are you fitter and stronger and healthier and you feel good, but all of that translates into other aspects of your life. For example, you have better conversation, more meaningful conversations with people. You're able to connect more with people who mean the most to you. You can make decisions in a much faster an easier way. And these are decisions that actually serve you. You don't necessarily struggle with, am I doing the right thing? Is this going to make me a bad person if I do this? Is this, is this going to impact me in a positive way later? You don't necessarily feel like you're just sitting on the fence all the time. You're able to be more decisive because you believe that what you're doing is the right thing. It increases your confidence, in other words. So there's less second guessing yourself. And all of that shows up in other places in your life. I mean, think about all the times that you make decisions in your day-to-day life. You know, it just, you might have to make a decision about what to make for dinner or what to do if you have a free hour or, you know, which task are you going to tackle first and which task is more important and these types of things. So you don't find yourself saying, what do I do next? What's next? Instead, you approach it with, what's next? Let me be curious about that. What shall I tackle next? Instead of, what do I have to do next? So it comes down to what do you believe to be part of a fit life? Do you believe it to be something that empowers you? Do you believe it to be something that helps you make better choices for yourself? Do you believe that it helps you put yourself first? You know, it's kind of like the oxygen mask example when you fly. You know, the they always the the airline personnel always instruct you to put your mask on first before offering it to a small child or whoever is with you, if you're a parent. Now think about that for a minute. If you were to so worried about making sure everyone else is taken care of, what's going to be left for you? It really doesn't matter in that instance what you're doing for everyone else. You can be doing things for other people till the cows come home, but if you don't do something for yourself too, it won't matter because you're not going to be around. So putting yourself first is never a selfish thing. And I think that's another uh, false belief that so many people have about why they can or can't start some type of regimen for themselves. I don't have time. I'm too busy. I've got all these other things I need to do. Well, really what you're saying when you say that is, is that I'm not important. What I do for myself isn't important. All these other things are more important. Well, guess what? If you don't take care of yourself, it's not going to matter what those other things are. So think about, really challenge yourself on what you believe to be true about a fit life. Now, the other side of that is, what do you, what really makes me mad big time is when I hear people talk about things that I don't believe to be true about a fit life. Things like, well, you can't miss a workout. You got to work out every single day. 
and they have to be hard workouts. If you're not sore the next day, you didn't do anything. And, you know, no pain, no gain. That's probably been around for how long? Forever, you know? You know, that you can't ever enjoy a meal out and get dessert and get a, get a drink with it. You know, that all of those empty calories, it's just going to like add extra pounds. Well, obviously that is true, but um, I mean, it is true if you look at the facts, but here's the thing about it. It's all about moderation. You know, a fit life doesn't provide you rigidity. It doesn't mean that you can't ever have any fun. It doesn't mean that you can't ever do anything that isn't really considered a norm. It just means that you're much more empowered about making those decisions rather than that hustly type energy that goes with, I've got to do this now or it's not going to get done. I've, I've, got, I've got to take care of all these things and I don't know how to do it, but I'm just going to figure it out. That's a hustly type energy. And that's an energy that's coming from a space that you don't really believe in yourself or you wouldn't be feeling the need to be hustly, if you will, about it. So really challenge what it is that you believe to be true about a fit life. What does a fit life actually give you? What does a fit life provide for you? What does your version of a fit life help you with 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 respect to how you live your life? Even down to the simplest little things, like how do you feel during the day? You know, is your attention span better? Are you able to see things through to completion? Are you able to focus better? Are you less likely to feel cloudy in your head? And let's be honest, we all have the brain fog from time to time, right? But here's the thing about it. Whatever your fit life looks like for you, when you commit to that, then the other things in your life fall into place because you trust and believe that to be the case. So really challenge if what you're doing isn't serving you now, if what you're doing isn't working for you. If what you're doing isn't giving you the results that you really desire, whether it's weight loss or a specific goal that you have for yourself or your business in a few months, or, you know, maybe it's a personal goal, maybe it's a relationship goal, maybe it's, you know, a commitment that you've made with yourself on, you know, a certain number of days for you to stick to something. Okay. There's a lot of different challenges out there that kind of speak to that. You know, here's the thing a fit life should give you confidence and a belief in yourself that you can hang your hat on at the end of the day. It's that feeling inside of you that knows that you've got it. It's that feeling of empowerment and strength and um, stick-to-itiveness and moxie, if you will, which is our signature online program, Body Moxie. All of that comes with a fit life, with your interpretation of what a fit life is. And what works for you doesn't necessarily have to work for the next person. And it doesn't have to. The only person it has to work for is you. So challenge what it is that you believe. That's my, that's my category one and my tip number one. Here's my category number two is how do you feel? Now, feelings are, feelings are, are definitely an intangible thing. Okay. It's, they're not really fact-based. You know, one of the things I challenge my college students on every single semester when we start, and I'm adjunct faculty for a small women's college here in Raleigh where I live, and I have been for the last 22 years. And one of the things I always challenge my students on at the beginning of the semester when we're establishing what their goals and expectations are for my class is I ask them to rate themselves on a scale of one to 10. And then I ask them as far as where they are fitness-wise. And then I ask them to, to identify something that they think they really want to improve upon. And I just tell them to limit it to one thing. 
But I always ask them, instead of just writing it down, to write some context that goes with it, meaning that why is it that they chose that particular thing? And here's why this is important with respect to how we feel, because it changes on a daily basis. And all of that is going to vary from person to person. And there's no fact that I can find in a textbook that's going to back that up. All And all this is, is an opinion. It is your opinion. But it's important to acknowledge what that is. So, for example, if you know that right now you're feeling really uneasy about something, then challenge yourself, where is that feeling coming from? Because all of our feelings are simply a reflection of what we're thinking. So if you're feeling anxious or nervous or uneasy or, or sad or mad or disappointed or frustrated or anything about something, then it's coming from a thought that you're having. It's not coming from another person. It's not coming from something around you. It's not coming from, you know, just an object that sits on your desk or just an event that might be going on in the world, like the COVID pandemic, for example. You can have thoughts about that, but the COVID pandemic itself should not be causing you any of those feelings. It's the thoughts that you have about that that are causing those feelings, okay? Now, here's where the fit life comes into that is that it actually helps you build a resilience to whatever feeling it is that you're having. In other words, it's like a protective measure in place to help you manage it. Better. That's not to say you're never going to have negative feelings. You're never going to have things that don't make you feel uneasy. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and promise you that because if I could, I would bottle that in a heartbeat and sell that. Here, here's the thing. In my conversations with so many of you every week, really every day and in the world around me when I go places. And when I hear people make comments like, it makes me sad when, I really wish that I could whatever. You know, I'm really upset right now because of whatever. It's, it's very important to always acknowledge how you feel. You never, ever want to just bury that down. And so many people do that because it's inconvenient or uncomfortable to actually manage it at the time. You know, we, we never really have time to be upset. Not that we really want to be, but we never, it's never happens at the most convenient time. Things that upset us and challenge us always happen at the most inopportune times in general. That's just the way life is. It's like Murphy's Law, right? So here's where a fit life comes into that. It gives you a confidence that what you desire actually can be yours. Okay. It helps you process that you know, that stickiness or that, you know, negativity or the uncertainty that you might feel from time to time, you're better able to manage that when you live a fit life. So think about that for a minute. If you're willing to put yourself in positions that might really challenge you mentally or physically or otherwise, you know, whether it be having that difficult conversation with somebody or being able to make a really difficult decision as to what your next step is going to be in a process. Or maybe it's a financial decision and you're really wrestling of whether or not to pull the trigger to do something. Here's the thing though, when you're in, when you're doing your version of a fit life, okay, and we, we help you map all of that out, what that looks like down to every single nitty gritty stuff. I mean, that's really what separates us from so many other people in the health and fitness space today is that not only are you better able to process those uncertain feelings 
and kind of pinpoint where things are coming from, but you're better able to move the needle in a direction that actually serves you. So think about that for a minute. Instead of staying in one spot that makes you feel so uncomfortable and unworthy, and maybe like something isn't really going to happen for you, which is a very you know disappointing state to be in, and we've all been there. Maybe you're there right now, but when you're when you're doing a fit life for yourself, okay, when you're practicing a fit life for yourself, then you're better able to navigate those roadblocks a lot better. And think about what that might look like. Instead of staying stuck for several days, you can easily process that negativity and decide on what your next steps are. And I'm not going to promise that those next steps will be positive, but I can promise you that it will help you move the needle forward. And at least you'll have more clarity as to what your next steps will be. So think about what that could mean for your life for your personal life, for your work life, for your the life of your health, which is your greatest asset, okay? Instead of staying in a space that feels uncomfortable, that that challenges, you know, everything you believe and to down to whether or not you're even worthy of doing something for yourself. And if you're not real good at putting yourself first, I want you to hear me loud and clear on this, that how you feel with a fit life is everything. Think about when you, I don't know how many of you guys build fires in the wintertime. I remember as a kid at our, at our lake place, when it was first being built, and even right after it was built, we used to go up there in the wintertime some, and not so much as we got older, because going to the lake really wasn't cool in the, in the cold weather if you're a teenager or a young adult. But, you know, I remember my dad building fires in the fireplace, and there was a time when the fire would slowly start to go out, you know, and the way to build the fire back was to put something on it to make it burn, to give you that positive feeling that you wanted from it, whether it's kindling or, you know, some paper or extra wood or whatever. Think about what having that positive feeling for yourself looks like. Don't you want that fire inside of you to burn a little bit more? Don't you want the ability to be able to do the things that mean the most to you in your life? Well, when you live a fit life, all of that is possible for you. It's possible for you because it helps strengthen that confidence muscle too. You know, I always say in a fit life in our free online masterclass, which we're wrapping up this week, I always like to talk about the three M's, which are mood, metabolism, and muscle. But the really one of the critical M's in a fit life is mindset. And that's where all of this goes. So how you feel is everything. It really is a driver. Um, and so imagine how much better when you can identify what those negative feelings are, where they're coming from, and how to move through that a little bit quicker is imagine what that could look like for the rest of your life on a daily basis. It's not that I'm promising you that the hard times won't come, but I can promise you that the hard times and the roadblocks and the obstacles will be a lot easier to manage when you're taking care of yourself. Okay, I can stake my career on that. So category number three, and the last thing I'm going to share with you before we wrap up today is how you act and how you live. Now, I've really mentioned this in the last two uh, instances, if you will, from your beliefs to your feelings to all of that. But really, this is the big one, okay? How you act in your day-to-day life, how you make your decisions in your day-to-day life is everything. This is really ultimately what's going to change things for you. Now, think about that for a minute with respect to a fit life. You might be sitting there thinking, well, 
you know, I'm not very athletic. I've never been one to really move around a whole lot. I, you know, I don't really like dig the gym a whole lot. I was never on a sports team. So it just wasn't really my thing. You know, think about it's totally all well and good. You know, I, we work with people every day just like that. But when you're living a fit life for yourself, okay, in general, it's very evident how you act and how you make decisions. I always like to joke with people that when we're, when we're in a room full of people and we're talking, particularly people that I don't know, within minutes, I can tell the people who are active on a regular basis. You can just tell. It's like they have that secret sauce about them. And, and, and I'm not talking about the way they look, okay? Because fitness is so much more than about the way you look. I mean, we all want to look good in the mirror and in our, you know, we all want to wear our clothes well, and we all want to present well in public, but that's just a small piece of what I'm getting at, okay? The way you act and carry yourself is everything, okay? And if you're, you're consistently believing that you're not worthy, if you're consistently struggling with where you fit in in the world and what other people are thinking of you and whether or not you're going to succeed, then all of that is going to reflect and how you present yourself, how you have conversations, how you interact with people and how you do your job and how you show up in the world. And when you're active on a regular basis and when you practice that fit life that works for you regularly and consistently, then I can promise you that all of it is going to show up in how you act and how you make your decisions in your day-to-day life. You're going to feel more empowered. Okay. And I've already mentioned that before, but I'm going to say it again. The way you act day to day, okay, is everything. That's not to say you can't have a bad day, but it's like I said, you're going to navigate and process that a whole lot better. People who practice the fit life just carry themselves different. Their energy is better. Their clarity in general is better. Yes, they have struggles. Yes, they have problems. Yes, they have issues, but they, they learn to process things in a much different, more efficient way. They're able to move the needle in a way that really serves them in the end. And it's those experiences that allow them to make the decisions that help them move forward in all aspects of their life. It it can literally help you become not afraid anymore. It can literally help you, you know, just have a more commanding presence if that's really what you desire. If you want to be noticed, if you want to be um, thought of as an important person, which you already are. But, but for so many of us, depending on what we do and where we are, we just want people to notice who we are and what we do. Everybody wants recognition. But when you, the way you treat yourself is ultimately how other people will treat you too. The way you treat yourself and the way you show up for yourself is ultimately how the rest of the world will show up for you too. So. Think about that for a minute and what kind of impact that could have on your life and on the work you do and what your mission is in the world. Because everybody's got a mission. Everybody's got a deep down need to be needed and a need to be important in the world. And you are important. You already are. You just have to decide to claim it. And when you live a fit life, it's a lot easier to do that. Not to mention you see the differences and how all that impacts your life. Just think about what that could look like for your life. If you're sitting there telling yourself that this isn't possible for you, this isn't going to happen for you, that no matter what you've tried, it just hasn't worked. And what will people think of me? And what will people think of me and my job if it doesn't look like I can take care of me? Think about that for a minute. But think about, too, 
what kind of example does it set for other people when you are, in fact, doing the things that you think are important for you? It makes a huge difference in everything that you do. So think about that for a minute. The intangibles of a fit life, I like to break down into those three categories, what you believe, how you feel and how you deal with it, and how you act and make decisions and ultimately live your life. Do you want to live a life of freedom and promise and empowerment and confidence and all the things that go with that? Or do you want to consistently wish that you were somebody else or that you were in another place or that, you know, that ship has sailed for you? Um, This is something you do have control over, whether or not you realize it or not. And that's where I really want to challenge you wherever you're hearing me today and whatever you're listening to from this episode today is there is always a chance. There's always a chance and you can't ever give up. You know, you can't ever give up. And this is why fitness is a gift that continues to give back every single day to you, to your life, to everything that matters to you. So think about that for a minute. This is what we teach in all of our programs. This is what we do on all of our retreats. This is what we do when you work with us, when you're part of our Facebook community. This is why it matters so much. And this is why my mission on this planet is to impact one million lives strong. And I'm so glad that you are on this journey with me so that we can continue to help spread this message that this is a gift that's available to you. It's available to you right now, as long as you decide. So I am incredibly grateful to continue to be on the air with you, sharing my message. Um, We are worldwide. I tell you that every single week because I just want you to know how grateful I am that every week we continue to reach more people. We are now on a brand new platform which will lead eventually to our show being syndicated. So we can actually be on the radio waves, taking your calls and talking with you on a daily basis. That's part part of my big vision. And I couldn't do it without your support. And I just want you to know how grateful I am and how excited I continue to be every week to be here with you and talking about the things that really matter to me when it comes to fitness, because it's so much more than just the physical piece, even though I love doing that as well, or I wouldn't be doing this for a living. So if this is really speaking to you out there, wherever you are today, I want you to know you're not alone, that you're part of our family, that you have, that we've got your back. And if you are ever interested in sharing your story, please reach out to me at allison at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. Tell me your story. Tell me what, tell me what, what resonates with you, what, what you would like to hear me address, what you would like to hear me talk about more. Um, Tell me what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Um, This is why self-care is a journey because it changes. It changes as we get older. It changes as our life evolves. Um, And it is a journey. And it's a journey that helps change us, you know, in terms of who we are, if we allow it to, in a good way. We, if you are feeling inspired and you want to become a supporter of our show, we have three ways that you can do that. If you go to my website at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com, and click our podcast. Not only will you see all the different platforms where we are, um, you will see the three different supporter offers. We have a basic supporter offer, which is a one-time $10 contribution. And in exchange for that, you get a, we will send you a personal or a a downloadable PDF self-care guide in which you can customize a self-care routine for yourself. Um, And this is a really unique thing because this is something that you can change as your life changes and as what you need changes, you can more or less pick the things that go that sort of align with what it is you want. 
Um, if you would like to become a VIP insider, that is a $39 one-time contribution. And we will still send you the self-care guide, but you will also get a 10% coupon that you can use toward any of our online programs. So know that that is available to you. That is a one-time contribution of $39. And then if you want to become a self-care insider, which is our premium level, then you'll still get the self-care guide, but we'll also give you access to our easy immunity course, um, absolutely free, and that you have lifetime access to that. And we're consistently making updates to that. I really felt compelled to create that in response to the whole COVID pandemic, because there are so many things that we can actively do to help protect us and strengthen our immune system. And in the, our easy immunity offer is basically an easy three-step system for you to be able to take advantage of that. So that is your free gift when you become a self-care insider. That is a $50 one-time contribution. And all of those links are on our website. Um, if you don't do online things and you still want to contribute, please feel free to reach out to me. We'll help you with that. Someone, either me or someone on my team will help you with that. Um, again, this is Allison Katzkowski with the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, um, thanking you once again for allowing me to be here to live my greater mission and purpose and to share, uh, share this entire mission of self-care because it is, it is near and dear to my heart. If you're not in our free Facebook community, please come over and join me there, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We do challenges there and events you know, regularly. Next month, I'm going to be doing a special metabolism series. And if that interests you, I would love for you to come be a part. Um, and if you're on Instagram, uh, we do have a good following over there too. You can find me at FitStyleGal. Um, and in the link in my bio there, you can, you can see all the different offerings that we have from our retreats to our Facebook community to, to any of our programs, um, you can have access to that as well. So um, this is Allison Katzkowski with the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Thank you so much for listening today. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a difference.